The following podcast is a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be sent to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift are your hosts, Lori Bischoff and Candace Parisi. We're talking shift. Hi, I'm Candace Parisi. And this is Lori Bischoff. Welcome to We're Talking Shift. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about ego management. Eek. I know a little something about ego management. I went to the grocery store with you today, and I was 100% sure that your ego was on full force, and it needed to be managed. (laughs) Well, that is interesting. I don't know that I would have connected grocery shopping with uh, out-of-control ego, but do share. Let me set this up. And so get out of the car. And for some reason, Lori's pace starts to get a lot faster. And so now she's almost in a run getting to the grocery store. (laughs) I try to give her the small cart. She says, no, I use the big cart. And I was like, okay, all right, use the big cart. I'm going to go use the restroom. And she says, good, I'll meet you over here. And she just changed into this another person. (laughs) And so she's running toward the produce and... I'm just meandering to the bathroom. I come back. I find her. She's racing around the grocery store. I don't know who she is anymore. (laughs) And she's trying to get through this aisle to get to the hummus. She needs to get to the hummus. And so I'm chasing behind her. And she the, the, she goes to this aisle. It's like the bean aisle. This poor lady was standing there kind of in the middle in an annoying place. I get it. But she is kind of in the middle, like looking at beans. And Lori just speed races like six inches from her foot. And was like, skirt. And like literally skirt the... <laughs> <laughs> made the sound skirt around this lady. This lady jumps and looks at me and she's like, holy shit. And I I looked at her and I said, that's just Lori. She just, I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, and she was filled with rage. I, I didn't notice any of that. <laughs> I, I didn't see any of that. Because <laughs> you were moving so fast. I, you got to the hummus. I, I mean. Yeah, I got my stuff. You know, here's the thing. I do not like grocery shopping. Mm. I don't. So I make my list. I try as best I can to put the things that I need in the order that I am going to come upon them in the store so that I'm not, you know, ping-ponging back and forth. Right. And um, that way I am efficient. It's organized. It is organized. I can get in. I can get my stuff. I can get out. And yes, we came down that aisle, <laughs> and you know the stock guys had left a couple boxes out on the left side, and that lady was just a little bit beyond them on the right. She was kind of hanging out, you know, way into the middle lane. <laughs> she was not in her lane. And so, she's was, such a jerk. <laughs> I mean, come on, you're not the only one in the store. Right. I had a pace going, and I really, I got a thing. I don't like my pace being messed with. Right. So I thought, I I like timed it. I was like, you know what? I don't have to break my pace because I think there's just enough room for me to go past those boxes, do like a hard, (laughs) do a hard left around her and then quick shift my cart and get back over into my lane. You know, it's like passing a car on the highway. You get over there and get back. And then, but my cart, when I scooted the back end over, it made that... (laughs) 
sound. <laughs> this lady jumped up in the air. She thought it. she thought that something crazy just happened to her, like a bear was chasing her. <laughs> she looked at me with fear in her eyes. And then I catch up to you. I run after you. <laughs> and I said, you just freaked that lady out. And you just start busting out laughing. <laughs> I don't know why it struck me as funny. I wasn't trying to be mean. I'm just, I'm doing, I'm minding my business. I'm just doing my thing. Jeez, and yeah. I just thought, you know, I'm, uh, I, I need to get my hummus. I need to get out of here. I've got stuff to do. And yeah. thank you for having my back and apologizing to her. But <laughs> hey, you know what? People uh, sometimes just need to have a wake-up call. Sometimes you need to be almost hit by a cart. Just to feel alive. Yeah. So you have a story to go home and tell your husband. Right. You know? Oh my gosh, honey. Yeah. Oh. I, I, look at the gift I just gave her. May, they, maybe they don't even talk anymore. Now she's got a story to share right, with him. Right, right. Her girlfriend's come over and they're drinking wine. And just, oh, today, well, for me, today, right. I almost got hit by a Here's shopping drama, cart. Drama that happened in my life. <laughs> this is the drama. Some crazy blonde. <laughs> yeah. The best part of all of this is how you uh, left the grocery store Ooh. to get to your car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not my that's not a that's not a full grown thing. I've n- I haven't seen a full grown person do that in a long time. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, it's no. almost like only a ten year old thing to do. Right, what we'll do you go what? back tomorrow, and <laughs> you can have a have a run at it. Well, okay. we'll give you a go at the car. <laughs> yeah. So she jumps up on it like a kid and just rides it all the way to the car down <laughs> yeah. the hill. Yeah, <laughs> it's a slight decline, you know, as a to yeah. the truck. So when I when I can, I um like that's my fun reward for getting through the store, and I just <laughs> jump on it and ride it to the truck and uh, <laughs> have, have a little fun. It was a victory ride for <laughs> scaring the shit out of somebody. <laughs> totally victory ride. <laughs> oh, yeah. But look how much fun. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love going to the grocery store with you now. I'm going to from now on. This is amazing. <laughs> look how fast we got through that list. Yeah, it's like seven minutes in and out. Right? Yep, changing so- lives. Changing lives as we go <laughs> down every aisle. So. Speaking of changing lives. Yeah. So changing mm. lives. There is a guy named Jay Shetty. Mm, Jay Shetty. He's a guy with, uh, mm. he's the blue eyes mm. and he's a monk. Is that what he's up to? Yeah, I don't know a lot about this guy. He's like, um, he's changing lives. And yes, blue eyes. Interesting. You like are all not sure what he does, but you do know that he has blue eyes. Yeah, so I picked just, that up. You know, just note to self. So, uh, yeah, he's a he lived as a monk for about three years. Mm. And um, after, you know, he did all of the m- things monks do. I mean, he shaved He didn't head. get the graduation, though. Like, I, is it like it's like a four-year thing? I, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, you know. We'll have to investigate. I'll call but him. But you do that. And uh, I'm sure if you compliment him, um, he will give you all the information that you He is like very know. handsome. You showed me a picture. I don't know the guy, but yeah. you showed me a picture. And I was like, yeah. that is a yeah. hot monk. Yeah, he's not bad. He's no. not bad. Hot monk. <laughs> That's a, that's a hot piece of monk. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Somehow, okay, I'm just going to go yeah, on yeah, yeah, please. So, uh, yes, yeah, so he, he lived as a monk for three years doing all of the things that monks do. He shaved his head, he wore the robes, he meditated, he did philanthropic stuff and built, you know, lived in an ashram and built, um, you know, habitats for people and just all the all awesome the stuff, right what a great guy yeah and then he transitioned uh back into regular society and um he realized that all of the insights that he learned as a monk could be 
applied to help businesses and, and everyone. So now he's like a social media superstar and he's a coach oh. and all this other great stuff. But the reason I bring that up is because there was a, uh, there was a post that I saw uh, that he had put on uh, Twitter, I think it was, and really resonated with me. It's, um, it's titled Ego Traps. Mm, I don't like it. yeah so uh, it uh, I thought that would be an interesting thing to uh, talk about one of those bullet points on there since uh, we were going to talk a little bit about ego management yeah which one are you going to pick this was this was like fit in perfectly to our topic so I think uh, there's one on here that that kind of includes a whole bunch of things that fall into the you know areas that we roam around it right so we're not going to read them all but there's this one it is it says if you think it is more spiritual to do yoga become a vegan buy organic buy healing crystals practice reiki meditate wear hippie slash thrift shop clothing visit ashrams and read enlightened spiritual books but then you judge anyone who doesn't do those things, you're in an ego trap. Mm, I love Jay even more. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. I, I agree with you, Jay. I think that, that it is very, very trapping, especially in the spiritual community, and that uh, people, they start to feel better about themselves. They do something for themselves that makes them feel good and then their next step is to try to convert right mm-hmm. is to try to say you're not good enough let me make you like me so that you're good enough yes it's bananas yeah there's a lot of uh, uh i think that there's a lot of in good intentions around that sure because it's it's uh it's like when you find anything that makes your life better in some way that makes you feel like you've you know overcome a challenge or conquered something or you're just feeling like you've grown somehow you feel better or happier and naturally a lot of us want to share that with other people that we think that would have the same effect for them oh like you know so there's the you should do this you should do fill in the blank and then you will be on the right track too yeah, and that's where the ego gets sneaky, right? Yes. Because you're doing something that is so experience-based, which is in the moment, and you just feel so fucking good, and then you twist it up in your mind, and you start to build a plan about how you need to, one, feel it again the same way, and two, help other people to, to feel how you feel. I People are happy in the way that they become happy. We don't we don't get to all be happy the same way. So you thinking that you could just throw up something on me and it's going to make me feel the way that you feel is it doesn't work like that, I don't think. No. No, uh, clearly everyone has their own uh everyone's in their own, you know, part of their journey. They're at their own place and they're getting to where they're going in their own time through their own experience. And I, I mean, every now and then you might have somebody that, that says, oh, that's really um, interesting. That is appealing to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give that a try. Thank you. But a lot of times what happens is you make somebody else feel somehow like they are, um, um, like they're not quite good enough, what, what they're doing right now. 
they're on the wrong path and and you are acting a little bit uh, like you're a little more enlightened now mm-hmm. uh, then you know so they actually could be a little resentful yeah absolutely and a perfect example of that is there was this time where i joined a cult Ooh, a cult. A cult. I was. I study people. I really like to watch people and see why they believe that what they believe. Yes. It's fascinating to me, as you know. Yeah. And there was this old, old woman who uh, from New Jersey. I won't say her name because I don't want to put her out there because she's still out there in the world doing her business. Mm-hmm. But she, uh, she had a compound. Okay. In Florida. And uh, where people from all over the world came and lived there and worshipped her. So I wonder how many uh, old ladies from New Jersey have a compound in Florida. <laughs> so don't say your name because you don't want to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a lot. Yeah, Probably yeah. Lot. She, has a, she has a fun spiritual name. And so <laughs> I was so fascinated by this woman. I was like, all right, forget it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly down to Florida and join a cult. I need to figure out why these people show up in her life and think that she is the answer and so went down there took me a while to get in they were very skeptical of me but finally they let me in i have uh i'm a sweet sweet girl and yeah. so they was there in. like some sort of um you know like test that you had to pass to yeah be i had to do some meditating and and like i had to prove myself in some silly ways like and, and stuff. i didn't levitate yeah i wish <laughs> if she if i went there and i started levitating then she would be my guru like it would be done like that would be amazing then but maybe, that did not happen maybe you would have been everybody's guru <laughs> right, right. levitating fuck no <laughs> i didn't and so i got there and she's this tiny little scratchy voiced old lady and there's people there from Harvard, graduated from Stanford, smart, smart fuckers there, living there, worshiping this woman. It took me months and months and months to try to figure this out. I just showed up every day and I was like, what is this? And so one day we were at a cult dinner. We all ate dinner together and it was a delicious little cult dinner. And um, should I ask what was being served? I think it was Thanksgiving. I think I spent Thanksgiving or some sort of like big. There was turkey. Okay, turkey. Yeah. So you you can't have a cult without turkey. And so (laughs) I was wondering. Yeah. Now you know if you if you're in a room full of turkey, you know you're in a cult. So the (laughs) one of her her people walked over to me and, and they were like, she would like to meet you. And I was like, thank you. God, thank you. I need to figure this lady out. So they brought me over and had me kneel in front of her. Wouldn't let me look her in the eyes. Of course, because why would you, right? And (laughs) then she gave me this big hug, and she's like, she said, oh, Candace, ah! She, like, gave me this gigantic hug. And the whole room just stopped eating, because apparently she doesn't touch people. And she's like, oh, Candace, and, and... (laughs) <laughs> it was just like being hugged by my grandmother. Like, I didn't transform into this amazing lightened being, but the whole room was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I went back and I sat at the table, and the people at the table were like, how do you feel? Like, how do you feel? And they were so passionate about what they believe. And I didn't want to break their hearts, so I was yeah. like, I, it was great. Like, it uh, was so good. 
Uh-huh. It was so good. I mean, you've invested your life in this. It was good. And then I got in my car and I left. I mean, I ate turkey. I ate all the turkey. You ate turkey yeah, yeah. It's a free, yeah, it was a free meal. I'm not going to fucking pass up a free <laughs> cult meal. Four, you had to pay four months. <laughs> yeah. You, did, you earned that Yeah, turkey. I earned that turkey. So I had seconds. And then I left. <laughs> then you packed up. And I packed up. Yeah. And it well, was. But you didn't burst anybody's bubble. That was no the, way. Very kind of you. No way. People kind. believe what they believe. And that woman made them happy. But it didn't make sense to me. and But at, in hindsight, I can see that she was very motherly. Mm. And these were people who were probably looking for a mom. And she was very loving and kind. And she said nice things. And they, you know, everybody's looking for somebody, you know, to love them. And she did a really good job at that. So I get it. But the, you know, the whole thing was, you know, you have, why are you searching outside of yourself for stuff? And is there, is this like a big ego trap? Like Jay, like Shetty says, is it a, you know, an ego trap to, you know, buy in to needing to be a part of a cult? Why do you need to do all of that? Why isn't it all inside of you? Anytime anybody is like, ah, it's, Mm -hmm. it's over there. Like, why isn't it inside of you only? Yeah, but that and that's a really common though. Everyone, most people um, that are feeling like they're there's something missing, they're they're looking for it out there. Right. And so whether it's you know community and connection or their purpose or their passion or their what's you know what's my life all about? What's the what does this all mean? And and the tendency is to think that um, they need to go over there or to that person or do that thing in order to find the answers or to find themselves or whatever. Um, and you know what, for some people, maybe that does work. Maybe that is part of the process and, and it helps them get there. Maybe it does. I, you know, I'm like you, I, I'm a full, um, a firm believer that everything is within. Yeah. It's all right. It's, it's right there. But sometimes people do need some help to discover that, to find it within some guidance. I get that. But I think like the trap there, for example, that I'm wondering about is how many of those people then ultimately left and then did they fall into the ego trap of feeling like now that they've been there and now that they've done that, uh, they uh, are more enlightened. Mm, More enlightened than anybody else. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, probably. I think it was an elitist uh, community of people who were better than other people. And so, yeah, the whole purpose was to go back out into the world and preach it. And that's the kind of, you know, any religion, but, you know, not to knock on religion because it it works for for people. It's definitely like people want to belong to things and they want to feel good. Mm -hmm. It's just not for everybody. Yeah, that's that's the trap. The other another. There's so many, but that's another one for sure. Um, thinking that that thing that that works so well for you is now the thing that everyone should be doing. So uh, I had a, a just a, a teeny tiny taste of that um, when I went. It was about maybe ten years ago now. I went to a workshop in. Uh, Ashland, Oregon, mm. where uh, the uh, author of all of the Conversations with God books mm. lives, Neil Donald Walsh. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've talked about him before, and, and his, his uh, writings are just, they're phenomenal, and, and I think that they're wonderful. Um, I love everything that, uh, that he's ever written. 
And so I thought it would be really a great experience to go to this small intimate workshop and spend a couple of days with him in person, you know, learning. And, uh, and it was great, but there was this one point where, um, we were all on a, you know, an afternoon break or something. And, uh, there was a, a lovely couple, a man and a wife, and you could tell by the, the things that they were saying that, um, this was all still very new for them. The, the whole concept, they were right. new to the writings and, and just n newbies mm -hmm. and they were very, uh, enthralled with all of it, which was wonderful. It was clearly, um, having some life transforming effect on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we were chatting and they said something to the effect of, don't you, uh, don't you wish that everybody would think like this mm -hmm. and read this and, and move through life? this way oh boy it was something to that effect and mm -hmm. uh and right then I thought oh that's a dangerous way to think yeah that's not even though I love this and you love this but it's not um but as well intentioned as you sound and and in your heart you think that that would be a really wonderful thing but that's, um, but that's the trap right there, thinking that just because this is wonderful and fulfilling for you and is helping you feel good about your life experience does not at all mean that everyone else is going to receive it that way or that they should mm -hmm. do this as well. That's that's the the should you should yeah do somebody it this else way. could walk into that room not having an experience at all and then what are they bad not connect right not connect but maybe something else completely different helps them connect it's very individual yeah and it's hard to <coughs> group people into uh, the idea that everything is so yeah we're mm -hmm. uh, you know mm -hmm. she had an authentic feeling mm -hmm. she was like oh this is great. And then as soon as that happened, her brain's like, how can I get some people in here to really feel this too? Mm -hmm. And everybody's not going to feel that way. Everybody's not going to feel as good as she did for that reason. Some people need to hike a mountain for that shit or drink a really good cup of coffee or. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, there, there are, well, as many people as there are on the planet, that's how many different ways there are for us to, um, to find the thing that fills us up, to find the thing that makes us, uh, feel like we are okay with our life experience. And, um, as soon as, uh, as soon as though you start thinking that that's what everyone should do, now you're falling into that ego trap of, um, of, feeling like maybe you're a little more enlightened than the next person or uh, uh, a little bit of moral superiority. Right. Uh, tricky. Tricky. It's tricky. The ego is tricky. It is. It's, it's tricky. It's sly. It's tricky. Mm. But uh, I think um, I think it's time hmm. to um, move into our Dear Shift Doctor segment. Dear Shift Doctors. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm a doctor. I'm a shift doctor. <laughs> And so I'm always ready. I'm on duty. Now we are shift <laughs> doctors. And so, yes, people submit their questions to us and um, we give them an answer. So. You got a question? We do. Something we, come in? We do. We do. We have one from uh, Kurt from Hawaii. Oh, wow. So let me read it. Kurt says, uh, so. I have a question for you, shift doctors. I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend, Stephen, for three and a half years. I want to get married, and I'm starting to doubt that Stephen does, even though he says he does. But every time I bring the subject up and say, let's set a date and start planning, he has an excuse to not have time to talk about it, or he changes the subject. I'm worried 
that he's getting cold feet. And I, I want to know how to get him to talk and to tell me how he really feels. What would you suggest I try? Mm, okay. You want to wow. take a crack at this first? Yeah, sure. So, Kurt, so Stephen might be telling you without telling you that he's uncomfortable with being married. A lot of people don't communicate with words because they don't want to hurt your feelings or they don't want to push you away or they want you to, to feel okay. And so you can always pay attention to somebody's actions. And if he's not running to the altar with you, if he's not putting in that effort, then maybe he just doesn't want to. And then you have to figure out what you feel around that. It's like being uh, with somebody who doesn't want to have kids, but you do. you got to make a decision. And so if it means that much to you, do you still want to be with him? Yeah, are you, what would happen if he just doesn't want to get married, but he still wants to have the relationship? Can you be okay with that? Mm-hmm. There's one scenario. Uh, right. There's a scenario around, well, does he, um, maybe he's just feeling things are moving too fast and he's just not comfortable and he just needs a little more time. So... He's afraid, though, to bring it up. Maybe you have a pattern. How do you usually react when he tells you something that you're not excited about? Do you have a meltdown? Do you mm-hmm. go ballistic? You know, or do oh, you go all point. yeah? Do you go all drama crazy on him and make him feel like, oh my God, I just can't deal with this so i'd rather not say anything yeah he he shuts down because you he feels manipulated Mm -hmm. by what you want and what you feel you push him around with it yeah people do that yeah it's hard for people to um to be honest with uh with their partner when they've had the experience that if they are it's um it's always going to be bad Mm. there's that you know it's not going to be accepted it's not going to be taken well so rather than be honest because it doesn't seem like it's ever going to be okay to be honest so they just i'll just be quiet Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's bullying really it's a yeah you know in a manipulative way yeah and i think that when yeah when you have your person you feel like you can you have range to do kind of whatever you want. And so the other person could be shutting down. My suggestion is to just go on the honeymoon <laughs> and and enjoy each other's company. If you love this person, this is a person you want to spend the rest of your life with, then reevaluate if the piece of paper is important to you and how important it is to you. But why not take it, take it the, the pace that it's supposed to be if this is the love of your life? I'm sure that you have to compromise and he has to compromise and it's in figuring out how to uh, move through life together. Relationships are hard. Yeah. Communication, though, is really, not to sound cliche, but it's key. You have got to figure out how you can feel comfortable communicating with each other. So I think um, it's really important that you find a way to do that. And maybe uh, maybe it is asking him. Um, maybe it's an invitation and an agreement. Can we agree to just have a talk about this? And I promise that I'm not going to overreact and I'm not going to judge. 
right. what you have to say and and you can feel free to be honest and whatever it is, we're going to work through it together. And hey, I love Candace's suggestion about why don't we just skip the whole thing, the planning and all that for now. Let's just go have a let's just go have a honeymoon and have fun and see see mm-hmm. what comes of it. But but make it okay for your partner. Make it make them so comfortable and feeling so okay that they can share something with you that ev- that they feel might hurt your feelings or be uncomfortable because you'd rather know that than be roaming around in the dark and not knowing what they're thinking. Yeah, I agree. I hope that helped you out, Kurt. You already live in paradise, so I don't know where you're going to be uh, in Hawaii there. I don't know where <laughs> you're going on vacation or your honeymoon, but just go. Yeah. Alaska. There you go. Yeah, you're going to Alaska. <laughs> Try that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, my intuitive friend says Alaska is Alaska. the place for you. Go see some whales in Alaska. Yeah, <laughs> I'd listen to that. Don't take that lightly. Yeah, thank you so much, Kurt, for for giving us your question. If anybody else has any questions, any time about anything, please ask us. We would love to answer them on the show. You would go to we'retalkingshiftpodcast.com. Yeah, just submit it there, and we'll get it. So uh, shift gift takeaway today. Yeah, yeah. what's the takeaway today? Yeah, so. Here's what I would say. Okay. The takeaway today is people, you're going to make changes in your life, and they're going to make you feel really good. But don't assume that it's going to make the next person feel good. Another person's way of feeling great and happy and loved and, and held in life is not your way. And so it's in paying attention to allowing other people to find their own way. Yes, yes. You want to make sure that you are not um, inadvertently making someone feel inferior or that you're trying to tell them that you feel like you're a little bit more enlightened and you can show them the way. Mm. So just be mindful of that. That's a great takeaway. Perfect. Perfect. Good. All right. So thank you for listening to us. Uh, we love having you uh, jump on over to iTunes and give us a rating if you would and give us some comments. We love to hear your feedback. And uh, also head on over to patreon.com forward slash talk and shift and check out our give a buck movement. We know that that is something that is really getting pretty exciting for a lot of people. Yeah, sure is. And we're all over the internet, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. So check us out on social media. Come by, say hi. And go out there and make shift happen. You too, Gary V. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com.